My ex and I, we fought a lot, which is gonna happen in every relationship. We started fighting about such the stupidest little things. She was really into astrology. Uh, any of you ladies into that stuff? No, yeah. oh, you're fucking nuts. Uh, that's, <laughs> no, maybe I don't know enough about it to understand where you're coming from, but she would use it to justify arguments. And I thought that was really unfair, you know? We get in a huge fight, and the next morning she's like, oh my God, babe, I'm so sorry. I went, uh, went kind of crazy last night. I was really, that was, I should have told you what's happening with me right now is that my retrograde is out of sync with the fire bone. And so, because I'm an Aries and you're a Gemini, <laughs> it's not really the ideal month for zodiac energy, so. <laughs> It's like, wow, that is really impressive. That is really impressive. I gotta hand it to you. That might be the fanciest description of bipolar disorder I think I've ever heard somebody break down. I don't know, you can tell people you had it like that. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the OK Vibes podcast. Tis I, your host, Justine Monique, back at you to get into another blog post brought to you by the OK Vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com. And I do hope that you enjoyed that intro. That is Adam Ray performing at the Laugh Factory back in 2012. It's a part of a set he did, which does eventually um, veer away from the whole astrology thing. It's about three minutes long, but I do think it's totally worth watching. It cracks me up every damn time I watch it. Highly recommend. Go check the show notes for the link. Anyway, let us get into the blog post published on January 20th, 2020, titled, Your Zodiac Sign Isn't an Excuse Note. Your Zodiac Sign Isn't an Excuse Note. I'm tired of people blaming their unsavory behaviors on the zodiac signs they're associated with. No more, of course I'm overly critical of others. I'm a Virgo, and that's just how we are. Or, being a Scorpio means I'm going to get jealous, so deal with it. Naturally, the same people that blame their sign for their irrational behaviors will gladly apply the positive character traits associated with their sign to praise themselves. Donating to charities is just what I do. I'm an Aquarius, after all. My bills are always paid on time. I guess I can't help it since I'm a Capricorn. I used to date someone that was a self-proclaimed Scorpio. They claim not to identify with their sign. However, I totally saw in certain instances when this person did indeed become a Scorpio. They wouldn't hesitate to tell me because of my sign that they weren't surprised I behaved a certain way and that they could probably predict my actions. I didn't appreciate being put into a box that wasn't of my own making. As you probably guessed, that person was unable to predict that I'd cancel their ass. Another reason why you shouldn't believe everything you read. Tisk tisk. Don't get me wrong. I'm not anti-Western astrology. I just don't appreciate people drinking their own Kool-Aid to the point of drowning themselves in disillusion. I think Eastern astrology is more spot on, but I digress. In case you were wondering, I am a Cancer. Per the list associated with my signs traits according to Refinery29, I agree that I exhibit most of them. However, that doesn't excuse any of my weaknesses from offending or harming someone else. Just because, you know, 
us cancers can't help ourselves. We're going to suspect the worst of you and plot revenge. So don't mind us. If it's written in the stars, it must be the truth, baby. Let's all try to look beyond the Zodiac and get to know who we really are and not treat our science characteristics as gospel. Whether you're an indecisive Gemini, self-pitying Libra, or arrogant Leo, we all have room to improve on our weaknesses. Don't believe the hype! I hope you guys enjoy that because, of course, I have to tell you a story (laughs) about that person that was this self-proclaimed Scorpio. This was a chick I actually had dated for a few months. Things got a little hot and heavy early and then, you know, we had to slow it down, you know. But I'm going to get all into it. I'm going to tell y'all the story and... Due to the fact, of course, I don't want to give the person's real name, y'all, because, you know, (laughs) everything I'm going to say may not be favorable. And shit, they might want to sue me for some defamation or something. And I am not trying to deal with that, okay? Trying to put my money in other places. I'm not trying to deal with settling anybody's fucking lawsuits. But anyway, (laughs) we're going to call her Miss Scorpio just for the sake of the story, for the sake of the conversation. All right. Let's get into the story. (laughs) So where should I begin? We connected on Facebook some years or maybe it's like within a year or something beforehand. I don't remember exactly. I don't even have Facebook anymore. I've been deleting my Facebook account. I just got tired of that shit some years ago. (laughs) And to be honest with you, part of the other reason I wanted to delete this account was because Miss Scorpio was like, I don't know, she made a big deal about it. I remember mentioning to her like, yeah, I'm gonna probably just delete my Facebook and here's why, because, you know, I'm just not into it, blah, blah, blah. And she was just like, no, don't delete it. That's how we met. (laughs) Like, she was just so pressed about me deleting it. And of course, you know, once that whole situation was done, no, what I was more prompted to delete it, because I'm like, I don't want her like, low-key possibly stalking me on here and shit. But anyway, (laughs) so... Apparently, at some point, I guess I joined some sort of like, I don't know if it was like a lesbian group or some kind of queer friendly group for women on Facebook. You know, they have all those groups and shit like that. I'm not sure if that's as prominent now, but back when I was on there, it was. So that's how we connected, but we never really spoke or anything. I don't remember us having any actual conversations. You know, I forgot I even had joined the damn group. And all of a sudden, out out of the blue, I get like a DM from her. And she's just talking, uh, you know, she's just, you know, chatting me up and stuff. I don't really know why, but, you know, I was enjoying the conversation. I talked to her and then we just just kept talking and talking. And then I want to say she started flirting. I was like, all right, all right. You know, (laughs) I can see your pictures and stuff. He was a cutie, you know, okay. You know, all right, all right. You know, I was kind of feeling her and whatnot. And then it went from us talking on Facebook to exchanging numbers. And we're like texting a lot. And we started talking on the phone a lot. And then eventually, I want to say within like a week, it might have been like a week (laughs) that we ended up meeting with each other. And mind you, she lived um, like two hours driving away from me. So she was more than willing to come up and see me because at this time my kids were younger and I just was not always able to just, you know, find somebody for them and then just go and meet somebody out of the whole time I was actually dealing with Miss Scorpio, I only actually went to her place of residence once. 
And that drive was a fucking killer, guys. I don't know if y'all have realized this about me, if I've ever mentioned this or not, but I don't like driving. It is not my favorite fucking activity. I know some people live to be road warriors. I am not one of them. If I could fucking afford it, I would have my own personal chauffeur, okay? I don't want to be driving. I really don't like driving more than 30 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on what kind of drive it is, especially not to an unfamiliar place. So being on the road damn near two hours to go see Miss Scorpio was quite a feat for me, (laughs) even though thankfully it was a pretty nice drive because it was scenic. She lived in nice, you know, like a rural type of areas um, in Pennsylvania. So this was an out of state situation, you know, but anyway, most of the time she would come and see me and it wasn't a problem for her. I mean, like I said, she clearly didn't give a fuck about driving like that. And, you know, we got intimate and, you know, we, I would say we were definitely dating each other. It was more casual, not serious, even though I did want it to become serious. And I even remember declaring my feelings to her. I don't know how long after it was. It was a short period of time, though. I could tell you that I kind of tend to fall in love fast and I have to be careful of that. I know that is something I need to work on. (laughs) And trust me, I have now. Trust me, loud and clear, especially after that fucking last, um, bitch I was dealing with. <laughs> and when I say bitch, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before. Bitch is an all-inclusive term to me. That does not solely apply to someone who identifies as female because, hey, males be acting like bitches too. So anyway, <laughs> moving right along. So, um, you know, we're seeing each other, whatever. Okay. Uh, she ended up coming over like every weekend. It seemed like she's popping up, you know, well, not popping up, even though that did happen. I'm gonna get to that later, <laughs> but you know, we would arrange, she would mind. She's like, Oh, I'll come up. Like when I get off work on Friday or whatever, I'm like, all right, cool. She, and she would, you know, she drive the two fucking hours, stay the whole weekend. And she leave like Sunday afternoon or something like that. So initially the first time, uh, we had together in person, it was, it was nice, you know. We no no intimate things happened. Well, not no nothing sexual happened is what I should say. Um, we actually had oddly, I'd never done this with a person before, but we just stayed in bed and talked, and you know that's what we really did. We were just relaxing, cuddling, and talking with each other. It was a whole thing, and I think we were watching movies and stuff, and it was great. It was great. It was a great time, and of course, that's what led me to eventually be falling in love with her but and believe me (laughs) y'all when I told her I don't even remember how it came out I just told her I was like man I love you you know she seemed a little shocked and perplexed by that (laughs) so I was like oh shit I guess I shouldn't have told her that but it was all right nothing I would say super weird happened afterwards like we still continue seeing each other but I was saying around month two no you know it wasn't even month two yet it was probably like somewhere in maybe the first month she tells me that there was this chick in South Africa that she's been talking to. I don't remember if she's been talking to her on Facebook or something. I don't know. They were talking online and that she ended up having feelings for this woman. She came, she comes out and tells me this. I'm like, okay. So at that point I knew I was like feeling her and stuff. So I'm like, I am not going to feel like I'm competing. Like that's just the kind of person I am. I don't want to feel like I'm sharing anybody. I'm not the polyamorous type. I'm not knocking anybody for that either, by the way. I mean, whatever works for you. Okay. We're all different, different strokes for different folks. But for me, 
I am not, uh, I'm not into the sharing. <laughs> that's not, that's not me. I feel like for one thing, it's already hard enough to focus on just being with one freaking person and then balancing the rest of your life. So for me, I don't want to be with somebody that is a multi-package deal situation, you know? So, and not only that, you know, I was a little jealous. I was a bit insecure, you know, her telling me this, which I'm glad she was honest. Truthfully, I was glad she was honest. But at the same time, I felt like that was a threatening situation, you know, because I was hoping to have something serious for her, but we did have a talk eventually and she wasn't ready for that because um, not too long before that, she had come out of a long-term serious relationship and I respected it. I was like, all right, cool. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, she going to really fall in love with me. We're going to be together, you know? And I will tell you what happened that convinced me even more that, okay, maybe this chick really loves me. But before I get to that... <laughs> You know, the whole thing with the South African chick, I was like, listen, I just don't want to feel like I'm in the way of anything. This makes me feel kind of weird because I know I have feelings for you, as you know. So I would rather just kind of fall back. And, you know, you explore that with her. You know, you go for you get to know her, whatever's going to happen there. And we could just be friends, you know, just leave it at that. Like, I'm totally fine with that. So... You know, she seems sad about it. She didn't seem really, like, happy with that. But I'm like, you know, th th that's just how I feel. <laughs> and at that point, we had slept with each other. So, I mean, of course, my feelings ended up deepening after that point. Hence the part of the why I fell in love with her. Because I'm not going to lie, y'all. She was pretty damn good between the sheets. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Ain't going to lie. I was mind fucking blown. Okay? But anyway, so, you know, she's like, all right, all right. I understand, okay? Like, seems like we were good, right? Like, this was the understanding. We were just going to keep being friendly. Like, we were still, like, talking every day and stuff. It was fine. And <laughs> let why, let tell me why, y'all, on a, I can't remember if it was a Saturday or a Sunday. It might have been a Sunday. I was home chilling. She knows I'm pretty much a homebody, okay, for the most part, especially when it's cold. When it's warmer out, I tend to be out more. You know, I'm out in the streets more, but more often than not, Where's my introvert ass? At the home base, because that's my comfort zone. That's where I'm comfort at, and I enjoy spending time by myself. I get a knock at the door. I knew I wasn't expecting anyone. I'm like, the fuck? And I know I didn't have an Amazon delivery. And most of the time, they don't even fucking knock. They used to be good about it in the beginning. Now these fuckers got lazy, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> so like, what the fuck? And of course, the kids were home. They're just like, oh, I don't know. We were expecting by anything. And I was like, well, let me check the peephole. Because that's how I've always been with my kids. I'm like, if I'm home, do not look at that fucking peephole. You let me check. Because if there is somebody on the other side that means us harm, I'd rather they get to me first, you know. So I go through the peephole. I'm like, is this Miss Scorpio? Are you fucking kidding me? She didn't even tell me she was coming. I open up the door and I'm just like, oh, my God, what a surprise. Like, I didn't know you were coming up here. And she's like, oh, I just missed you so much. And you know, I don't like this with us right now that's happening because, you know, initially with the conversation I had with her about me backing off because of the South African chick situation, I was like, you know, I don't think we really should see each other like that anymore. I mean, I'm okay with us talking and being friendly, but seeing each other, no, <laughs> like, nah, no, that's not a good idea. So she popped up on me, y'all. She fucking popped up on me. And again, two hour drive and all of this, you didn't say a word you didn't say I'm on my way you didn't say I'm coming to see you are you even available whatever 
So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, this is so great. Like, oh my God, like she must really like love me. She really is feeling me because she just couldn't stay away. And she missed me so much that she just sporadically took a damn near two hour drive to come see me. This is so romantic, right? Instead of me reading that as a red flag, which in hindsight, I'm like, that was definitely a fucking red flag. You don't just pop up on people, you know? And yes, I know it's 2023 now, but during this time, years, some years ago, no, maybe it was like five years ago, maybe six, you don't pop up on people. Everybody's got a fucking cell phone, you know? You don't just pop up. You don't pop up unless it is a true emergency. That is the only exception I will give you. Otherwise, why the fuck aren't you calling me, texting me to let me know that you plan on coming up or at least, I mean, have the decency to ask me if I'm even fucking available? Because just because I'm home doesn't mean I'm available. I might have my hand in different projects. So I need to be home for that. So again, didn't read those signals on that. And I did miss her too. Cause again, you know, we had some good times and I'm not just talking about sexually y'all. I mean, we really had some nice conversations stuff, but I will say we did argue sometimes. <laughs> we definitely did argue sometimes. I feel like, and I don't know, but I feel like she was more sensitive than me. She was a little more on the defense than me. And that's what would cause the arguments. And then I will say I'm guilty of, not understanding her triggers more and not maybe asking her certain things that might trigger her, you know, like, but she, she would be hard for her to let shit go. Like for instance, I will never fucking forget. And it sucked because JJ was in the car when this happened, but you know, we get lots of the Canadian geese around here. You know, we respect it up in Delaware. Okay. We respect our geese. If they're crossing that street with those babies, you stop your fucking car. There is no questions, no ifs, ands, or buts. You stop that damn car. You will not be hitting a goose. That is just unheard of. So this happened while we happened to be in a car. I can't remember where we were coming from, but she it was on one of those weekends where she came to visit me, and so I was driving. She's in the passenger seat. Jaden's in the back seat. JJ. And... <laughs> The, you know, there's geese with their babes crossing the road. So stop. There's cars on the other side. They stop too. She is already like freaking out. Like, oh my God, I hope nobody hits these geese. Oh my God, nobody better hit these geese. Like just freaking all the way up. I'm like, yo, calm down. Nobody's going to hit the geese. I have yet in all my years here have seen anybody hit the geese. Every time geese are crossing these roads and I've seen it happen many a times, People stop. There is no people there. I haven't seen anybody just slaughtering fucking geese like that. Can't, you know, relax. But she just would not relax, man. No matter what I said, she just kept going on and on. She acted like this, that we actually saw somebody hit a fucking goose in cold blood. That didn't happen. So it'd be shit like that where I was just like, okay, you're a little bit too intense for me, you know, and then you're doing this shit with my kid in the car. And I think I even said to her like, come on, dude, like JJ's in the car. Can you calm the fuck down? You know? So it'd be shit like that, man, where we could just be talking about the simplest thing. Well, to me, I'll say what I thought was maybe something simple or even just a situation like that coming up. And it was all of a sudden, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is an explosion happening? Like, why are you just putting a stick of dynamite into the whole situation when it wasn't necessary? But anyway, so between that and the nice times, we, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was a situation, you know, but I told her because she was trying to, you know, get a friends with benefits thing. I was like, listen, I'm not really all about that. 
I feel like unless we're dating, I'm okay with us sleeping together because I've been there and done that with friends with benefits and I, I'm just not into it. And here was the other caveat with her, y'all. I don't want to say she was a whore. <laughs> I don't want to say that, okay? But she would, it seemed like every week she was fucking a new person. She would be telling me about this. She even told me about how she got in this threesome or foursome and a man was involved, which I was extremely confused about because she identified strictly as a lesbian. And I'm like, excuse me, but per my understanding, maybe I'm missing something here, but why are you even engaging in a group sex act with a man being involved? And then you're telling me you let the man go down on you. I am very confused right now. So even just her telling me that, another red flag, right, y'all? <laughs> like, and I didn't mind her telling me like these sex stories, but it's just like, do you realize you're telling me you're like fucking a new person every week? You know, I'm all about the sexual liberation as long as you're being safe, right? But at the same time, the problem comes in when you're trying to get me as a part of your sex roster. I'm not with that shit and I'm definitely not with sleeping with somebody who I know is actively just sleeping with a whole lot of other different people. Like, no, that is not my cup of tea. I don't find that attractive. That is not going to entice me in the slightest. So, you know, once again, another red flag. And then, and then, y'all, oh, woo. So the kicker and inevitably the fucking kicker, okay, was once again the South African chick. This just kept being a recurring issue between us because at one point in time she was telling me that she wasn't going to talk to her anymore. I guess they might have had a falling out or whatever and that she really wanted to be a part of my life and all these things, right? So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so she want to, even though I know she's trying to do a friend with benefit thing, but she's also still trying to like, I guess, date me. I don't know. Or maybe looking back at it now, thinking about it, saying it out loud, maybe she was just trying to do what she think I wanted to do so that she could get what she want. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, we did have some outings where, you know, we was holding hands and stuff. It was nice. And we actually had a moment at the local Chili's. I don't go there anymore, so it don't really matter if somebody from there listens to this. But we did have some fornication in the bathroom. That was very very nice just because I had never had sex in a public chain restaurant before. So that was exciting. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a picture of this connection I had, this relationship I had with Miss Scorpio, because she was something else, you know, she was kind of a fucking enigma. Because even looking at her from the outside, she presented more as like kind of a butch, right? But she was like a pretty butch, right? But she would always wear a fucking hat, you know, she wear these baggy clothes and shit. She wear fucking hiking boots, which drove me crazy. But I'm like, whatever, okay, that's your fucking style. But when it came down to the bedroom, y'all, I'm telling you, it was like a different person. It was like a different person. Like, who is this siren in front of me? Who is this fucking blonde goddess? I don't know who this is. With this green-eyed fucking monster. Because that's kind of what she became near the end. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> because, once again, with the South African chick situation, this kept being a recurring problem. Because again, it seemed like somehow she was always getting brought up or, you know, once it's once I guess she accepted the fact that I wasn't going to sleep with her anymore because I was drawing a line, you know, setting that boundary with her. You know, I guess, again, she was very free with telling me things. It was one of the nice things I actually liked about our relationship is just how open she could be with me and how open I was with her. But, you know, I'm not going to lie. It started to wear on me after a while hearing about all these different people she was having sex with. Because I'm just like, what the fuck, bro? 
bro. Because mind you, in the midst of all this, she still was trying to get back into my fucking bed. And I'm just like, no, like fucking a thousand people. I don't want to fuck somebody who's fucking a thousand people. Like, I'm just, no, no, that just makes me dry instantly. You just call me a fucking desert queen at that point. But anyway, so she tells me, okay, I'm going to be going on a trip to South Africa. And she's been before because she had this interest in being like a uh, safari guide or something, which I thought was really cool. I found that very intriguing. Never met anyone in my life who was interested in that line of work. And I thought it was lit, you know? So I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I support that. And I remember her being like super duper into watching these like safari shows and stuff, you know? And I just, once again, it was, I was very intrigued by her. She's very fucking cool. Um, but she's like, okay. So I, I, she usually goes like every year or something like that to South Africa. So she's like, I booked this trip and, um, the South African chick was talking about she wants to meet me and stuff. And so I told her like, that's fine. We can meet, but I just want to make it clear. Like, you know, I'm not into you like that. And, you know, so don't expect sex and all that. And she's been telling me this the whole time, right? Like after, you know, a certain point when I was like, Hey, uh, you know, I'm going to back off and not really deal with this, but you know, you go for it. So <laughs> she goes from telling me she's not going to fuck with this woman. None of this stuff, right? She's fully trying to convince me or had me convinced that nothing was going on between her and this woman. And then eventually it gets to, well, she wants to show me around. We're going to meet up and all that. But I'm telling you, we're not going to have sex. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, at this point, we're not really even dating at this point. We're just friendly. So, okay, whatever, you know, you do what you're going to do. And that's that. But let me tell you. So she comes back from the trip. I think she was gone like a week or two. She comes back, comes to visit me. And she's like, oh, let me show you all my pictures and my videos of my trip. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to see. Like, that's so cool. So we're looking, we're looking together, watching these videos, looking at these pictures. And why is it in one of the videos, y'all? I hear somebody, a voice I've never heard say, babe, hey, babe. And she's, and this person is talking to her. And I'm like, uh, so who's that, right? I just watched the video. I don't even say anything while we're watching it. But I get like a gut punch, you know, just fucking gut punch, right? When I'm hearing this, and I'm like, what the fuck? Again, I know we're not together. I know we're not dating anymore. But it seemed like, you know, we might have been getting back on that path with each other. So, yeah, I was kind of like, ooh, shit, what the fuck's going on here? This isn't right, but I'm going <laughs> to keep watching this maybe all will be revealed eventually in this footage. So I'm looking, you know, we're listening, listening and all that stuff, you know. And then after the fact, I was like, so um, who was I calling you, babe? Like, what was all that about? She tells me it's the South African chick. I was like, oh, really? Why is she calling you, babe? I thought you said that y'all weren't, like, seeing each other and nothing was going on there and that you made it very clear to her that you didn't want her like that, that you only wanted to be friends. She's like, oh, well... Yeah, so I did see her and we did end up sleeping together. <sighs> Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. She tells me that. I'm not going to lie. That's when just like it was like a gut punch and a head punch and a heart punch all at the same time. Because it wasn't even so much that she slept with the woman, honestly. Because, again, we weren't together. We weren't dating. None of that. It was just the fact that she sat here and convinced me 
to no fucking end that nothing was going to happen with this woman. Reassure me that nothing was going to happen with this woman, right? That, you know, I had nothing to be concerned about. Because I remember even questioning her before the trip. Are you sure you're not going to fuck this woman? <laughs> and again, I know y'all might be thinking, y'all weren't dating Justine, so what was the problem? But in my mind, I was thinking we could get back on track, even though she fucking everybody. Even though she might have a thing with this South African lady and it seems fishy. You know, I was naive. You know, I wanted to be in love. You know, we all want to be in love sometimes, right? You know, even though we argued and shit, but, you know, there's other things that were going on that could have been possible for us, you know? Yeah, she lived two hours away, so what? We could have made it work. But, yeah, so initially I was like, hmm, okay, I didn't get upset. I didn't show her that I was upset, rather. <laughs> But I thought about it and it just kept nagging at me. And But the thought, the other thought in my head kept saying, Justine, y'all aren't together. Leave it alone. It shouldn't matter. But then that other voice kept saying, no, no, no. She betrayed your fucking trust. She fucking lied, Justine, because she was swearing up and down. Nothing was happening with this woman. So how do you go from saying you made it very clear that you and this woman had nothing going on to you fucked this woman and you fucked her multiple times? I think she told me she fucked her multiple times. So now, of course, the woman has to be fucking in love with you because I know what you do in that fucking bed. So she was already in her head, your fucking wife damn near. Oh, she definitely convinced now, you know. So <laughs> I sat on it for like, I don't know if it was a couple of days, might have been a week. And I just said, hey, you know, I need to talk to you because <laughs> something's been on my mind. I've got to talk to you. And I just, I made up my mind that I couldn't have her in my life anymore. I just couldn't. Because that was a betrayal of my fucking trust. And if you're going to lie to me like that, after all that convincing and shit, then how can I have you in my life? Like, I can't even call you my friend. Like, even if you are my friend, I have to be able to trust my fucking friend, you know? And if you would have just came clean with me before you went on the fucking trip and just said, hey, you know what? Things with her and I are have heated up and, you know, I do want to see what's going on. I'm going to fuck her, whatever. That would have been a lot more easier to digest as opposed to the whole fucking masking of the situation. So I told her, I basically told her, I was, I said, listen, unfortunately, you know, I just, I can't, I, I can't be a part of your life anymore. You know, I just, I can't deal with the fact that I feel betrayed right now, you know? And of course she was apologetic and seemed sad and all that and somewhat remorseful, you know, I don't think totally remorseful, <laughs> you know, was trying to convince me to not just like kick her out of my life. And I was like, sorry, but this is what I got to do. Cause I can't fucking trust you. I can't deal with anybody calling by my friend that I can't trust. Like, no. So unfortunately that's how that had to go y'all. And thankfully she respected the fact that I didn't want to talk to her anymore. She didn't try to hit me up or didn't pop up on me again or anything like that. Thankfully, you know, but it's just like, damn, you know, it's, it's fucking sad. When you got to call somebody out about some shit like that, it's like, bruh, just be honest. <laughs> like, do you not understand that when you tell one fucking lie, that just makes you lose credibility for everything else you've ever said to a person, you know? But man, mm, I hadn't really thought about that in a long time. <laughs> but now y'all fucking know. Y'all know the story of Miss Scorpio and another reason why you can't be fucking with people who want to base everything on those astrological signs so it's all well and good if y'all enjoy astrology hell I enjoy astrology you know but I don't let that shit run my life you know I use it as somewhat of a tool you know a guiding tool but it's not my end-all be-all y'all and it shouldn't be yours either 
But you know what? What are you going to do? You're into what you're into. All I'm saying is don't miss out on great life opportunities all based on what you believe to be true. <laughs> you got to know the truth. Okay. So that is all I got for y'all, y'all. That is the end of that particular story. I hope you enjoyed it. I like to hear your feedback about it, especially if you've had anybody to betray you like that. Somebody lying, saying they weren't going to fuck somebody, and then they totally fucked them more than once. <laughs> I want to know, has this happened to you? Let me know by uh, sending me a message. Send me a little DM, you know, hit me up at me on my Twitter or Instagram at Justine Monique, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-N-I-K-U-E, and visit the OK Vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com. And do not forget, folks, the OK Vibes, the poetry book, is now available. It is out there on paperback, and get your ebook as well. Get the ebook. I can't stress enough. Get the ebook. Go ahead and get it. Add it to your collection. If you got a poetry lover in your life, go ahead and gift them that book. They might enjoy it, okay? It might make them laugh. Might make them get a little teary-eyed. Might even make them a little horny. <laughs> Giving you all the pleasures, hitting you from every angle. Get it? See what I did there? <laughs> Dad jokes. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for joining me for another episode and tune in next Thursday at 12, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I look forward to you hearing from me and I hope I get to hear from you on socials. All right now. Bye.